Jackie is happy she's on vacation because goop. I'm Sam. You never forget your first time. Am I right, Lori? This is Slime City on Stinker Madness. Oh yeah, and I'm Justin. <laughs> Pull the Jackie. Hold the Jackie there, forgot my name. Like, this is 1853's <laughs> Smime Pity. When uh, the when she leaves, her presence is still felt. Every Everywhere I go, something always reminds me of her. Oh, God. Uh, this is a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me are always, Sam. Hi. Jackie and Spirit. Uh, this week on the show, we got a slime goop fest from 1989-ish. Eight. 88. Some, eight. Some sources say 88, some say 89, so I'm thinking that I this got, was shelved. I, no, I got it from the horse's mouth. Okay, I right. got done with it way before you, so I watched an interview with him about it, so I got the, okay. real, I got the real cut, and all the shit on Wikipedia is wrong. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, slime City currently streaming on Tubi TV, starring no one I've ever heard of or made by anybody I've ever heard of. Sam, why don't you just go ahead and tell me who these people are? They're Gregory Lamberson and his friends. Okay, all right. Gregory Lamberson and his friends. Done. That's all yeah, the info uh, I need. Yeah, so it's the main, the principal actor who was like Robert Sabin in the film, but then is Craig Sabin later in his career as a producer because mm. he doesn't really do a lot of acting outside of um, Greg's movies. Okay. And the cinematographer all worked on... When I was a teenage zombie in 1984, is what he said. That they worked on that. that in 84, and when I was a teenage zombie was officially released in 1987. So that one took some time to get some wheels on it. Yeah. Which he was also talking about, you know, you shoot these horror movies that are pretty cheesy mm-hmm. in 16 millimeter, and uh, it takes a while to put some wheels <laughs> on these things. So... He was like, oh, we're going to, you know, not make any of those mi- same mistakes. And he's like, we made our own mistakes. And I'm like, after watching that, because the uh, Wikipedia and a couple other sources on the internet said 100000 on the budget, but he said 50 k Okay. All right. More than once, he yeah. said 50 k in the interview. And I, I'm like, I buy 50 k And he said that they basically got it up and running on 35000 of mostly their own and their parents' money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other monies came from a guy that was famous for being the guy who owned the rights to King Kong or something like that. Huh. Get the other 15,000 and get it into distribution. This guy apparently uh, he no one wanted Friday the 13th. I can't remember his name. This I should know that I should have took this up because it's relevant. Bill Gilmerson. Yeah. Uh, he bought the rights to Friday the 13th from whoever distributed MGM or something. And they were like, this is not going to work. This is going to be crappy. So he bought it away from him. And then all of a sudden the horror thing explodes. And they're like, we need that back. And he's like, <laughs> well, it'll be this much. And they're like, that's fine. And so he started his fortune by buying a movie for X amount and selling it for three times as much to the people that he bought it for. Right. Okay. And then he gives these guys 15 or 20 K. Hmm. Um, to finish up their little picture. Um, some of the money that they raised was actually their paychecks. Cause I think they worked on uh, he that uh, was officially listed as a second unit director on brain damage, which is released the same year, which is the movie we almost did instead of this one. But instead of, that's what yeah. I thought was interesting. I was like, Oh, you worked on brain damage and I don't know how 
where they are concurrent, Brain Damage probably was a little bit more of a fluid ship that went through production and to uh, release a little bit more fluid. This one might have, though. He said he wrote it in 1984 when he was working on my uh, when I was a teenage zombie, but once they got the money, they basically just made it, and because the guy that they got the rest of the money from was somebody who liked money, he put it on shelves kind of as quick as he could. So this probably got turned around relatively rapidly hmm. in 1988, concurrently with brain damage, which he also worked on. I'm surprised by that. This this reeks of a weekend project film. Like it would have taken years to make, but I'm so I'm surprised to hear that. Well, yeah, I'm not certain that he didn't like when I say concurrently, like they were working on brain damage and they borrowed some shit mm-hmm. and they probably shot this. I I'm not gonna say that he didn't do that. He he seemed he was trying to be on the up and up in the interview about uh, his uh, craft. Say. <laughs> um. It was funny because it was a screenwriting podcast. He's saying, oh, I've been on uh, hundreds and hundreds of podcasts since the internet started. And no one's ever done a screenplay interview with me. And it's about goddamn time. And I was like, really? Because <laughs> I had to pause it at the end uh-huh. and rewind it seven times yeah, to absolutely. see what the disembodied head said. And I'm still not sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I put the subtitles on, and it's like that's not what it said. Oh no, I it, wow, I didn't even think about that. But uh, I did it, and it's not what he said. Okay, so we'll, we'll get to we'll that get later. To it, yeah. Um, the other interesting thing about the Lamberson is that after this, he did um, Undying Love with basically the same people, mm-hmm. and then nothing until this gets kind of re-released in a package on DVD. And then there's enough money that he starts making movies again. And now he's kind of doing one every couple of years. Just did one with a girl in a tank top that's got boobs and she's shooting a gun. I've already forgotten what it's called. Killer the only rat. one of int- No, that's okay. from 2015. Right, that's right. the one I remembered. I was like, if I'm going to watch another one of these guys' movies, I'm definitely going to check out Killer Rack next. <laughs> so. But Killer X seems like it's right in that sweet spot of super bad computer right. graphics. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, could be dicey. Yeah, that's what there is about this. The people, I mean, that's, as I said, the main actor, he does some producing here and there, but not an illustrious career. The gal mm-hmm. that plays the two parts, the girlfriend and the neighbor girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, she's in his movies. And when they did, they, they came back and... Did uh, Slime City Massacre. Okay. And then did a Blu-ray, I think, and something like that. Uh, She's in that. Like, he brings everybody back, I think, from Slime City to do the new Slime City. But then she's just not in anything but the movies that she wants to be in. He's like, you could be in the movie again. And she's like, but I have a job, I guess. Maybe she's retired at this point. She's got to be in her 60s. Yeah, sure. 70s, maybe. Yeah. So that's what there is on this thing. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. Uh, I uh, the the crummy thing is is that like I'm curious about Slime City Massacre because it did get the Blu-ray feature and this didn't. Um, but I want to think- get to brain damage before that, and that's going to be a really long time because we can really only do these when it's just you and I. Yeah, I know. Um, I think, and I I could be wrong, so I don't want any you're wrong idiot on this one because it's hard to sift through the. Because everything I read on the internet was wrong after I read the interview mm-hmm. or listened to the interview, that it's like, nah. I think that the 
Slime City Massacre is like direct two or something like that. Like it could have been released. Like the release of that and the re-release of this is like the cash that gets his wheels rolling again. Yeah. Right. And then the world of computers makes it to where he can really, really make these things for no money. And then they probably are more fun than an asylum picture, but have the same production quality. Right. Right. Which could be. Could be not good. This is uh, very practical effects. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, that's great. And I think that you can do bad computer effects. I mean, the one with Casper that we watched because it was so campy and it was so Casper. It was like you just you just looked around the bad CGI. I feel like if you're it's goof if you're goofy enough with the bad CGI, you might be able to accomplish the same things that you were with the goop. In this sort of period with Street Trash and this. Maybe. And I don't know, man. Maybe. It, I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. I'm just hoping that somebody can fucking make the bad special effects, visual effects, rather palatable. Because no one has really made the bad visual effects palatable. Yeah, because the, I mean, let's just go ahead and call these what they are. They're bad visual effects. They're, it's it's cheesy and corny, and if you've ever gone into a VHS store and played uh, VHS roulette and pulled home yeah. a, a horror movie uh, that you never heard of, never has any claim, uh, uh, Stan Winston didn't do the effects, Um they all look about like this. They're all pretty cheesy budget. It's not like freaking uh, uh, Stanley Kubrick is is doing the effects on these, right? So uh, they're fun. It's cheesy. That's what you kind of yeah. want. It's and for you know practical special effects versus visual effects. This is. I feel a pretty strong effort because he's using shit that like half of the crap he's using is jello. Mm -hmm. He's got some latex molds for the masks and that right. they do. Okay. But it's the same as like street trash. Like we can't make anything convincingly mm -hmm. gore. Mm -hmm. So let's make something that's outlandish. very colorful yeah. and outlandish, but it works in context of the, the little story world that they've created where you it's just called slime and you're like, yep, that's slimy. That's slimy. You're not lying yep. to me. I believe you. <laughs> I got what I paid for. Slime. All right, well, let's get into this. Uh, so basically, uh, we've got uh, Alex and Lori. There are principals here. Uh, there, Alex is in the market for a new apartment. He sees an ad and he goes up to this place and it's kind of in a rundown building, even though it's not that bad. I mean, it seems like he's got OK neighbors. It's in a decent neighborhood. It's just got some graffiti here and there. Even in the pre-rent is too goddamn high this is a pretty nice apartment yeah. for new york yeah right yeah right uh it's got a kitchen and a bathroom and that's more than it's, most of them have it's got a separate bedroom this is a fucking full yeah one bedroom this is an executive's apartment uh-huh uh -huh. <laughs> i lived in one of these for 10 years and i fucking loved it um so uh I like I like that he's there go they go in and she's like this one doesn't have cockroaches. Look, it's clean and he's like, "Yeah, but I don't like that lady's overconfidence. She thinks I'm going to want it." So I'm not real sure. Like, dude, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you are a douche. I don't like her attitude. She thinks it's nice. Well, yeah. <laughs> It it's somewhere it kind of like sets it up right at the beginning that you're like I don't think I like you I don't think Alex is cool 
yeah, I don't think you're cool at all. You're batting, you know, you're punching above your weight with this lady. So uh, I don't care if bad things happen to you. And it kind of works. And we should uh, dial, delve into who they are a little bit more. They're young uh, college students, I believe, probably at NYU. Yes. He is, well, art student in New York. Yeah. You got to fucking take your pick. Like 150 yeah. fucking schools, probably. Right. I think um, what Lamberson himself went to visual arts for a year before he dropped out because he was like, it's uh, it was just, you know, I was going to school and it wasn't conducive to how many movies I wanted to watch. <laughs> it's like, really? You just dropped out, but it's fine. You made your movies. You've done a good job with your life. Good job, but you don't. That's a crappy excuse. <laughs> it was getting in the way of my movie watching. Yeah, it was really busy. <laughs> really busy watching movies. You mean you were stoned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's going to whatever. He's supposed to be a painter. We don't see him paint. He sketches a mm -hmm, lot. Mm -hmm. I Did you watch it? Did you take uh, inventory of his sketches that were on the walls throughout the film? Not particularly. He likes to sketch naked people sitting down. Okay. All right. All right. Awkwardly. Awkward sitting with no clothes Awkward on. naked sitting. Yeah. Like there's one partic in particular that's a naked man and a naked woman Sitting on either side of a table, not looking at each other, just staring off. Mm. Like, mm. well, we tried and that didn't go well. So <laughs> let's just reflect on how poorly our sex went. Yeah, see, it says something. I think he's, he's a good artist. He, uh, he calls it the quandary of man. <laughs> okay. All right. So he, he takes the apartment and he moves in and we get introduced to his, to his buddy, Jerry. Jerry's a great guy. Also unconfirmed. I couldn't. I looked at images. I looked at the because he's not listed in the cast. Uh -huh. That it's not Red um, Brown. No, I think that's Red Brown. Uh, Gregory <laughs> Lamberson. Oh, okay, okay. I think that's him. All right. I looked at a lot of pictures and I'm like, man, because of how much time was in between this and him getting cash and back into the game. Mm -hmm. There's years and years and years from when this was shot to where there's this cavalcade of photos of him now. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's him, but I can't tell. Okay. All right. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but uh, they, he's uh, Jerry's helping him move in. And the only thing he's helping him move in is a piss-stained twin mattress. <laughs> that's not pee. I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's the... Uh the fruits of having a virgin girlfriend. Uh, well, uh, uh, you don't have, you don't, if she, if she's a virgin. She's just throwing yes on the mattress oh, and crying. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha, okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, if you, <sighs> if you got a piss-stained, spooch-stained mattress and it's a yeah. twin, you don't ask your buddy to help you move it in. Twin mattresses, you, sh you should be able to move it yourself, you nitty. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jer. Jerry, you want to help me move that gross ass mattress again? Yeah. God damn Is it! This, did you just like jack on the jack off on this for like three years? He's like, yeah. And Jerry's like, mind if I rub one out on here? <laughs> me too. It's, it's just, I mean, seems like the thing to do. I got no place else to go. Yeah. <laughs> With my uh, did, because in the fucking scene, the goddamn. When he's helping, the neighbor mm -hmm. comes out, yeah. and it's the same actress as the girlfriend. Nicole. But now uh, only sultry. Uh -huh. she's, she's, punk, totally, she's punk sultry. She's punk sultry. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jer is rubbing his junk the whole time he, she's talking to them. He is either 
rubbing his junk or he's rubbing the spooge stained mattress over his junk. Yeah, which is why I made the joke, because Jer wants to rub one out he, on that he thing. He sure he's does. just, what a walking hard on <laughs> yeah, this guy. Yeah, he is. Sure, we, sure he's not Red Brown? Okay, so... Um, so well, Red Brown slays ass. <laughs> what are you talking about? That guy hasn't jacked off in 38 years. <laughs> Tor Thunderson. Um, <laughs> stacked Bacon Man. Okay, so Jerry wants to move in now. He's like, I'll give you this push puts the rent is too damn high as well. Jerry offers $50 a month and half the utilities to move into this one bedroom, which implies that rent is like 100 No, Jerry's not good at math. Okay. He's like, I'll give you 50 bucks. I'm like, 50 bucks isn't even in. 88, this is probably a $400 a month apartment, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never really had my... I've never had my finger on the pulse uh, of the New York real estate market other than the guy that ran as the rent is too damn high for the rent is too damn high party. Correct. Which leads me to believe that the rent is too damn high. It might be too damn high. But especially you weren't paying attention in 1988 what the rent was because you were 10. Um, I was 10, yeah. yeah. So Alex wants uh, Lori to move in, but she's she's a virgin. Uh, So she loves him, but they've been dating for a year, so I think she wants him to put a ring on it first, but later it seems like he has put a ring on it. He has. So, and then... She, yeah, we'll get into all that. Her her motivations as far as their relationship are, are, are a little dubious at best. But uh, she's like, no, now's not the right time. Uh, he's like, oh, damn it, I'm really horny. Um, Have you seen my mattress? Yeah, it's, it's gross. It looks like a Jackson Pollock. I mean. Only one color. When we tried to bend it around the door, we couldn't, and it snapped in half. <laughs> I thought that was just a floral pattern. <laughs> no, it was blank when I got it. <sighs> it's a crime scene. <laughs> okay. Do not turn that black light on. Okay, so uh they they then have another encounter with their neighbor with with their neighbor Rome, Roman. 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 <laughs> Somebody calls him Roman later, but then he's yeah. back to Roman. <laughs> Not sure which it is. Yeah, it's it's probably Roman, but People say it wrong. Yeah. Right. I hate that lady. She says my name wrong. Like it's spelled? It's Roman. No, it's spelled Roman. It's spelled Roman. You need the accent mark for yeah. Roman. Yeah. Or a different letter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh if if you ever find yourself in Jamaica, that's what they call the caviar producers. Romans. I did it again. No. I did it again. No. <laughs> no. We can't, we can't keep doing these Mon jokes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, I like Roman because his job is to write one line of poetry a year. <laughs> yeah. One it's his lifetime work like the, was it uh, the, what it was the Linklater movie that he took 10 years making? So Boy, he had real boyhood. aging. Boyhood. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing the same thing. Yeah, except for he's going to do it until he dies. Until he dies. Uh, oh, God. Okay, so it's 1986. 
uh reagan sucks and so does nancy no that's what i did last year uh fuck man writing one line of poetry a year is hard like what do you yeah whatever roman he's on he had a big dick for, was his line for this year because for there once was a man from Manantucket was the first line. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that was a reach. Sorry. Yeah, it's actually whose dick was so big. Okay, he could suck. I it. don't even know the Nantucket yeah, limerick. Yeah, yeah, what is it? There once was a man from Nantucket whose dick was so big he could suck it. That's how it goes. The rest of it, I have no clue. Uh, God damn it! I was wishing. I have never known this. Yeah, well, I've never known the Nantucket limerick. There you go. St. Patrick's weekend, thought it was going to be this year. Apparently not. I'll pr- I'll forget about it for ten more years. I think I think then it was like his dick was so big he could suck it. His wife was a bore. She'd give him no more, so he put all his spooge in a bucket or something like that. Huh. Yeah. That sucks. And then delivered it to his neighbor. Said, "Here you go, pal." <laughs> oh, that doesn't rhyme. Okay, so um. Yeah, uh, Nicole, uh, she brings home some Bon Jovi-looking dude and uh, starts banging him, and it keeps Alex up at night to her moaning until she hears he hears a man scream horribly. Blood-curdling. Yeah, and nothing comes of it. Or maybe something no, did come he, of it. He's like, should I check on that? And he's like, well, the noise stopped, so I'm going to go back to sleep now. Yeah. Because I'm kind of a douche. So what happened? She murdered him. They talk about it later. Did they? Okay. All right. I must have missed that part. She's going to get goopy. She knows about it, and it, so uh, she kills okay, him. Okay. All right. We'll talk right, about okay, that later. Right. Like, We'll talk about that later. All right. So uh, Roman, he invites him over for dinner. Uh, he's, he's down looking in the trash, and he's like, hey, buddy, uh, I'm just looking for... I, what are you looking for? I'm not going to tell you, but you want to have some dinner later? Because I might have found some. Uh, that sounds pretty gross, Ron, but I don't have any friends other than Jerry. And Jerry seems like a cool guy, but I need to hang out with you for X amount of reasons. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So he goes to work. He works at a VHS store, which is ironic. for. Oh, here's a fun because the, the only cast of note is right now. The guy that plays the owner. Mm hmm. Of the video store who will later be thrown some racist shade in a very light way. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that's still racist. <laughs> um, he was credited as Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. And will later have think- to be credited as Alan Lewis Rickman because people kept saying, you're not fucking <laughs> you're Alan not, Rickman. You're not Alec Rickman. <laughs> you are not fucking Alan Rickman. <laughs> I was once in a movie called Slime City. <laughs> I was, I was the uh, the video store owner who had two lines. <laughs> yeah, totally different than the real Alan Rickman. Even though this man is actually named Alan Rickman, right? He is also the real Alan Rickman. Okay, so uh, Lori comes in. She's like, "Hey, I got to study or whatever excuses. I don't know, but I can't play tonight, so you might as well go have dinner with that dumpster diver." Oh god. Okay, fine. So at dinner, Roman serves him up uh, some goop, which we he declares as Himalayan yogurt. Himalayan yogurt. Mm-hmm. It's clearly goop. 
It could be yogurt. I've t- have you seen yogurt? This is goop. I've, so the gogurt is in a tube, uh-huh. but if you were to put it in a bowl, it would look like that because they've made it colors for so it's fun for kids. They're like, even though they don't oh. see it. Yep. They're like, here, kids, have food coloring cancer so that you can have more fun. That you don't see. You don't see it, but we're still going <laughs> to give you the cancer like the Skittles, folks. Yeah. I had some Skittles. They were really good. Uh-huh. Just put, make it not cancerous so I can keep eating them, please. Yeah, get that yellow number five out of there. I'm tired of my ding-dong shrieking. Uh, yeah, uh, it's pretty goopy. Um, he's like, oh, it's pretty good, actually. Uh and then he's like, here, try some of this Romulan ale. And he pours him some uh, Romulan ale and says it's from Lizzie, who you know, is the old lady that lives there. When we were watching, so Sandra actually watched this. Wow. She was like, wow. So like, yeah, between the two of them. Now, Jackie's seen Street Trash and Sandra's seen this. So they don't. They, they both had enough. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, what is that? And I was like, Kool-Aid. Because. It was just lime Kool-Aid. Right. Maybe it's at, like, it's the elixir, as we find out later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still not sure but what that means, but. There's a part of this scene that works well that pays off later where he's like, how come yours is blue? And he's like, blue's my color. Right. And that actually works later with what happens. So, hmm. but green is his color. And so they get schnockered on this absinthe or whatever the fuck it is. Elixir. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, he goes home, and outside Nicole finds him, and she's like, "Hey, come on over." And he's like, "Okay, I guess I will," because she said to. So she he walks over there, and she's like, uh, "Hey, big boy." And so she bangs him on uh, what appears to be a roll up uh, mattress, like a like a like a camping bed. <laughs> she also has an apartment. She's decorated her apartment in a very total eclipse of the heart yeah fashion. oh very much so yeah like it, yeah. this is a total vampire movie video um and she calls out gary or zachary she's like alex alex zachary <laughs> he's like, and then she just passes out on him and he's like yep. i can't get up because i'm really small yeah <laughs> but then he has like a vision in black and white where he's in an apartment and there's this oh, yeah. old monk dude and he's like, here, have some of this Romulan ale. And so he does. It's Zachary. Right. I realized that because the, the, you can put it all together. Like this stuff does pay off. Like when he said we made a lot of mistakes, I was like, if you made a lot of mistakes, you mitigated them, bud, because for 50 fucking K and 16 oh, millimeter, yeah, this yeah, thing's yeah, tight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he wakes up and he's covered in slime. Uh, my note is, oh, Nicole must have been one of those gushers. <laughs> I've seen it on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Goopers. Rule 34 must apply for Chan. Get on it. She's a gooper. <laughs> and he calls, uh, he calls Jerry up and he's like, Jerry, see, I told you it's not me that's ruining my mattresses. It's my lady friends. <laughs> Jerry's like, no, bud, it's you. (laughs) He didn't answer the phone because he was too busy jacking off again. (laughs) Mm. All right, so he's goopy, and he decides to go walking around town uh, with his skin coming off because that's what you, oh, my God, I don't feel good. My skin's coming off. Uh, I'm going to go walk around town. Uh, And he falls down in front of this bum's house, and uh, he starts barfing up 
the Himalayan yogurt. And uh, the bum's like, hey, buddy, not in my house. You don't come in. I don't come into your house and start barfing up all the place. Just because I live in a freaking trash can doesn't mean you can come in here and barf all over my stuff. Yeah. And this is what makes this such a would make this such a fun double feature with street trash because mm-hmm. this is like the crossover scene where you get a little bit of the bum business yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of the same bum shenanigans that you get all the way through street trash but just in this one scene mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here's your change back then <laughs> he fucking beats him to death with a pipe yeah he starts braining him with a pipe and that makes and then beating a man to death with a pipe cures his goopiness he's no longer and what goopy. happens to me is i sit up and go oh huh i was about to accuse this of being a vampire picture okay and it is not because it sets up like it's gonna be a vampire picture like he's gonna bite the guy and well she's like he talks about oh you gotta if you want to drink this stuff mm-hmm. you know then you gotta listen to her stories and then the gal is only up at night and she's so she took the trash out at three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. so i'm like this is very vampy okay i'm all, i'm not in and then this happens and i'm like oh good this is not a vampire picture and her total eclipse of the heart apartment is super vampy right right okay all right yep not a vampire all right so he runs home and he cleans up his clothes and uh ramon comes by and he's like, oh, yeah, um, you ever uh, you ever drink that stuff and get hallucinations? Because I just totally tripped out and thought that I got goopy and killed a bum. Uh, and Roman's like, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. Roman reiterates the fact that I quit doing acid mm-hmm. the first time I had this. Mm-hmm. Didn't need it anymore. Lori calls and he's like, oh, I don't feel good. I'm, I'm pretty sick. She's like, oh, you didn't go to your freaking uh, test at your final exam. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was super sick. And she's like, oh, OK, well, since you were so sick, you missed like a very important school date. How about you come by and meet my parents for dinner? There's two things that are odd here. He says, I'm sick. Mm-hmm. She doesn't give up immediately. Parents don't want to meet you if you're sick. Right. So sick that you'd miss an exam uh-huh. and he's like, I'll have to make it up, which you can't do. Correct. Without like doctor's note, doctor's note, or you even got to Like at this point you call because the secretary is at a, a public institution of whatever level in New York. We'll get the message mm-hmm. too. like, we, we forget before emails and, and voicemails and text messages, how efficient human communication vocally could have been. Or was. He didn't do any of that. No. He got an F. <laughs> so so here's what he did. Is the next day he went into the, the office and uh, in a handwritten note, he, he hands it over to the to the, uh, the teacher's aide. And she's like, uh-huh. it says says here that you got goopy and killed a bum. Uh, do you have a doctor's excuse? No, I got goopy and killed a bum. Well, I'm sorry. That's an excused absence. That's an F. <laughs> it's an F. Need also, it? I have to call the police. No, no. TAs don't give a shit about any of that stuff. They're just no. they're just busy you, grading. Yeah, you're right. The TA would be like, so do you need to see a counselor <laughs> about your murder? Uh, do you, you have a doctor's note, though. You're going to need a doctor's note to do that. To see the counselor, you need a doctor's note. This is the 80s, Sam. You couldn't get away with shit without a doctor's note. 
Okay. Uh, you still can't. Yeah, you can. You just go, I don't feel good. And you get health care. It's, it's Joe Biden's America, Sam. Uh, I don't want to go to work today. They can't fire you. And no, that sucks. It, that sucks? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good thing. Does. That's a good thing. Well, unless you're hiring. Fuck hiring. <laughs> I've been hiring for two Nobody years. Nobody wants to have a job anyways. I need somebody that wants a job. <laughs> I still work for a living, goddammit. Invent a time machine. Go back to the 80s and say, you have to be enslaved to me. Yeah. <laughs> for- Here's your Reagan-era pork chops, which we will see later on screen. Reagan-era pork chops. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, I, so- I, I'm pausing it. I was at the uh, fucking store yesterday uh-huh. in the meat section, and I... Seriously looked over these pork chops to make sure they weren't making ear of pork chops for like two minutes and then went, well, Sandra's not going to want pork chops anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they look pretty good. Two big fat pork chops for $5. I should have got them anyway. Yeah. Heck yeah. Man, pork chops are cheap. Just don't get it. Everybody bitches. Oh, oh, Joe Biden is in inflation. I can't eat fucking, I can't eat fucking T-bones anymore. The- I can't afford the T-bones. Fuck, pork is good. Eat it. Pork is fucking delicious. And cheap. Fucking and stupid Americans. Just so good. Also, eggs are down to like uh, two eighteen at the Winco here. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I buy I buy the free range shit. I buy an eighteen pack of free range shit, certified humane because I refuse to buy murder chicken eggs, and uh, 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 they're only like four bucks. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Save the environment. Spend an extra dollar fifty. Well, and quit complaining about the goddamn inflation. It's fine. Here, I mean, I'm not mad about getting the normal eggs because I know where they come from. They're like from right over by my house. Uh, like, yeah, I don't trust them. They don't ship them that far, and I've been to that facility. It doesn't make me want to barf when I walk in there, so it's decent enough. Did I, they, I'm fine with those eggs. They cut their beaks off. Oh, we got to move on. We can't have a fucking egg episode. Eggs. Yeah. Uh, There's eggs later. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, all right. So uh, she's like, come over for dinner. He's like, Duh, okay. Uh, and so to prep for dinner for meeting the parents for the first time when he doesn't really have a job and he's got kind of a dead-end career because he's just painting naked people looking weird. Uh, he works at the video store. And, he's got an awesome uh, uh, job. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna work out long term. He's going to retire on his video store pension, Sam. But, he's got. He's not even going to make it 10 years in that market. Fuck you. <laughs> Both of us wanted to work at the video store when we were in Good college. We neither didn't. one of us had the fucking chops. <laughs> Jackie did. Jackie fucking worked at the video store. Uh, yeah, for like three months, dude. <laughs> I know. She didn't have the chops either. It's not a long, it wasn't a long-term career back then. But if, when you're in college, yeah, and it's it, a good job. And you've got uh, uh, your your little princess is dating the video store guy. Uh, you're gonna look down on him pretty hard. Oh, an artist. Oh, great. And work at the video store. Oh, okay. So in order to prep for this big dinner, he has some more Himalayan yogurt. <laughs> yeah, gets full. Did you eat before you came here? And he's like, I heard there was gonna be Reagan era pork chops, which there was. <laughs> those thin ones why'd they cut them so thin back then that's so dumb yeah yeah they just burn immediately they turn to rubber yeah no they're they sell those now they're called breakfast pork chops because you cook them you cook them in the same pan with your egg so and your bacon so that it doesn't turn into rubber yeah well okay that makes sense but you don't cook for dinner yeah 
Okay. So he goes over to Nicole's house. He's like, uh, that, uh, or her apartment, that uh, uh, pudding, that wasn't enough for me. I need some of that vino. So he opens up her fridge and just starts pouring out vino down his throat. He's chugging this shit. Yeah, the elixir. Yum, yum. Meanwhile, uh, Lori's at the park talking to her friend, who I think is Jerry's girlfriend, but I don't really care because she's only in the scene and it's not relevant. Um, and she bumps into this rando who's like, ooh, your lover is in trouble. I sense things. Now give me a dollar. <laughs> give me a dollar. Like, I am the world's greatest seance, mm -hmm. but I still need a dollar. <laughs> Just a buck will do. What Ooh. kind of rent does she pay on her business that a dollar works out? <laughs> Lady, get out of my hair. She's like, she says, quote, one dollar is a small price to pay for a soul. <laughs> so is there like a vending machine upstairs that she doesn't have the keys to? Where she's like, well, I want some salted nuts. I'll do this basically for the salted nuts. <sighs> Pay me insulted nuts for a soul. Okay, so uh, Alex, uh, he, he he meets the other old lady that uh, is the caretaker or whatever. Her name is Ruby. And uh, he's like, take me down to the wine cellar. She's like, behold, Zachary's wine cellar. And he's like, okay, it's goop and the elixir, which I think is wine or Romulan ale or Kool-Aid, whatever. Uh, and there's various colors of goop. Uh Color-coded goop. Color-coded goop. Um, oh, hey, there's you got some books up here, too. This is not just a food and wine shelf. It's a bookshelf, too. So she shows him Flesh Control by Zachary, the cult leader guy of this movie, who down in the basement years ago started a cult. And these people were like, oh, we read your book, Elron, and it was pretty good. And he's like, kill yourselves. And they're like, okay. And so they did. Jim Jones, high five. Yeah, Jim Jones, high five. <laughs> Not up high, because you're dead. It's down low, because you're on the ground, dead. So at the dinner with the folks, uh, things are going not really great. Uh, dad's like, uh, so where you go to school at NYU? And he's like, no, it's further away than that. The VAC, I go to the visual arts collective. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, have you thought about commercial art? And he's like, no, I really no. have an artist's integrity. And he's like, no, you have to do graphic design. If you go to that school, you, you will draw a, a dog in a dune buggy mm -hmm. jumping over a sand dune. <laughs> well, can it be? And a, you'll like it. Can it be a naked dog sitting in an awkward position? Because that's what my forte is. No, you're going to do what they fucking tell you. And you're going to like it. Integrity! I'm out of here! <laughs> when I had to draw the do dog driving the dune buggy jumping over the sand, it turned out pretty good. I was happy with it. Oh, Alex would have been mortified. Alex sucks. Yeah, Alex sucks. I can draw <laughs> naked people better than that. <laughs> They've got bigger dicks and bigger tits. I'll tell you that much. And they know where to put them. None of that awkward. Not table on either sitting. side of the table. <laughs> All right. So Lori's like, "Oh, isn't he dreamy? I'm going to move in with him." And Alex is like, "Oh, uh, <laughs> let's bump some brakes right there, baby." 
things have been uh, things are moving pretty fast is what he says yeah also she's like I'm 22 now and I'm like 22 year old virgin in 1988 in New York you're a unicorn yeah (sighs) not a unicorn I want to ride yeah and we'll we'll actually get to that later Uh, she doesn't stay a virgin but we'll get to that later um so he's like, no, baby, uh, no, I don't want to do that. And she's like, oh, and then he springs a leak at the dinner table and nobody notices. He leaks on the mashed potatoes, which this is I'm, I can't get over the how perfect this Reagan era dinner is. Mm-hmm. There's like some vegetables that are not quite cooked all the mm-hmm, way. Some mm-hmm. mashed potatoes without butter or gravy, yep. just mashed potatoes, just mashed potatoes into pork chop. Sliced so thin by the butcher that there's no way to turn it into anything but rubber. And I'm yep. like, God damn it, I hated dinner when I was eight. Trickle down. Trickle down, baby. You guys are someday going to be eating that T-bone, you poor people. Like, I actually thought when his head dripped into the mashed potatoes, I was like, you should try that now that they're not dry anymore. <laughs> I want to stir that up a little bit to see if, uh, you know. <laughs> Those are definitely flaked potatoes. Oh, yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah, those are potato flakes with no, but just what? A, why? Yep. So he's like, oh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And he gets up and he leaves and then he goes and kills a hooker. <laughs> well, like, so he's excuse like, excuse me. And then the scene ends. He didn't know she was 22. <laughs> She's like, I'm 22. I can. He's like, you're 22. And you've never had to say, oh, my God, I got to leave <laughs> and me. get a hooker because I've me. covered my mattress in my own <laughs> semen for a year and it's going to be three more. <laughs> so I'm out. Uh, they, nobody stands up and says, where are you going, drippy head? Nobody even notices him leave. He seems to be going to the bathroom and he's going to come back after he like yeah drip dab some of the his head leakage away but he doesn't he just fucking leaves and go gets a hooker after yeah. after he bandages his head up with like the like fucking dark man bandages he's rorschacking now yeah <laughs> he's got his shit He's got his costume with him uh-huh. so he can make his transformation when he needs to kill a hooker. Well, that, he doesn't make his transformation. The hooker makes it for him. She's like, let's just go ahead and see what's under these bandages. Man, my hand's getting slimy for some reason. Oh, boy, I bet you're going to be a looker under there. I, is it weird that it smells bad in here? Like, like flesh that is old and like decaying oh well let's just keep taking those sexy sexy bandages off jesus hooker lady (laughs) hooker lady you're above and beyond right she's working for it because she even said like oh once i get out of school i'm gonna quit doing this Uh like you must be not professional hooker because you wouldn't offer anything except like hurry up and give me my money and then so she gets his bandages off, sees that he's goop face, and he grabs a scalpel and cuts her face right down the middle. And she says something like, you crazy bastard. <laughs> I wrote down what she said and I can't find it because it was really very close to... 
You're eating them. Oh, I know. And now you're going to eat me. Yeah. No. She was unconcerned. She gets bladed Uh across the face. And she's like, why'd you do that? (laughs) You're crazy. You're not even crazy as in like you're scary crazy. You're just crazy. Why would you why would you do that right now? God, don't you know how hookers work? Uh, it's so bad. Um, and awesome. And awesome. So but then he cuts her throat and she's dead. Uh throws her body in the trash. Little street trash. We'll meet a detective later who's very bad at his job yeah, because so. these trash cans are constantly full of dead mm-hmm, bodies mm-hmm. and the trash men just don't seem to care. Uh, yeah, so then after killing that lady, that hooker, he goes over to Nicole's place because I don't know if he's horny still or because now he's not goopy because he killed somebody. Yeah. Um, and or if he's looking for more goop to like get re goopy, I'm not sure why he's over there, uh, but he finds her headshot. Mm-hmm. From when she was a nerd. I found your headshot. Were you auditioning for, I don't know, nerd? Head of the class. Yeah, head of the class. <laughs> that was happening right about then. Right. Uh, and so Nicole is like, okay, here's the deal. Zachary told me to kill myself, so I did. And now I'm possessing the body of a dead nerd but I needed to turn her into me because I used to be a prostitute. And uh, yeah, that's that's so also Zachary's in you sometimes. Sometimes when you eat the goop, Zachary's in you. But then you kill somebody and he's like, uh, OK, I'm good for now. And she does say the slime must be appeased. The slime must be appeased. Which is awesome, because now I'm like, no shit. This is really about demon slime made by some Schmalister Fowley guy. I don't know, dude. I I got some questions here. Um, All right, so Lori, she goes to visit the psychic, because the psychic has been like, I told you to do that yesterday. You went to dinner with that guy? Just come, just, you should have come to my little wagon that i live in because i i assume that all gypsy psychic ladies live in wagons you know sure yeah that's how that works uh and uh so she goes over there visits the psychic and the psychic i like this she says she needs to analyze her astral interior which to me is what happens when you go to the proctologist hey oh i was gonna say (laughs) butt stuff right it's butt stuff your astral interior (laughs) what else could it be yeah. What you I'm got in there? <laughs> not on the first day. <laughs> That's going to cost more than a dollar. You got to have to get me a lot drunker than this. Uh, oh, oh, you said a dollar for a hole. I thought you said a dollar per soul. God. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm in the wrong wagon. <laughs> See myself out. <laughs> okay, so so she says Alex is corrupted beyond saving, so don't even bother. Yeah, way to go. That was <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar, huh? Yeah, it's too late. He's fucked. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, wait. No, you're okay, no. Just leave him alone. He's fucked. Yeah, he's done. Oh, okay, thanks. 
No, no seance stuff or like you pour the salt around in a circle and he stands in the middle and you say ooga booga or something. None of that. No, he's done. He's absolutely done. What did done. she say? Like, he's doing business <laughs> with the dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what kind of business? Um, junk bonds? Is he into junk bonds? Because that would be bad. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> All right. So she goes over to his place and uh, she finds the yogurt collection in the fridge and uh, she finds uh, his Goop Man killer box because he's got a box of uh, to be to become Goop Man. He's got a box for it. He's taking trophies too now. Uh, I think it was just like, oh, I can't throw away the shoe because uh, they'll know that she was here. So I got to stick it in this. But I guess I should have thrown away that shoe. I'm not okay. Goop Man, I needs don't want to throw away the shoe yeah. with the dead body right. evidence. Yeah. No, that'd tie me into that crime scene. The, sh- the shoe, they didn't know right. that a lady wore that. Keeping this shoe and putting dead bodies in the trash if, can. If I keep her shoe. They'll just assume that cops will assume that I got a good deal on her shoes because I uh, like to dress in ladies' uh, clothing. He'll, the detective will be like, "How will you explain this?" And he holds up the shoe, and he's like, "How else would I get back to Kansas?" Right. <laughs> Dumb. D minus. <laughs> D minus. Because you'd need both of the shoes to get back to Kansas. Uh, oh, I got tricked again. Okay. So uh, he's standing there and uh, she's like, oh, uh, what's this killer Goop Man box? It's got a label on it that says that Goop Man killer box. Um, he's like, oh, what are you doing here, bitch? And she's like, uh, take your key and your ring back. You suck. And she runs out. And then I like that. <laughs> I love this in movies. This is this is not just this movie, but she's like, "I hate you!" and runs out the door. And he's like, "Wait, come back, Lori!" and chases after her. But she closes the door. That the lock is on his side of the door, yeah. and he's like, "Ah, oh, foiled! I'll never! <laughs> I can't get out of my apartment!" And chase her it, down the I hall. Feel like his character's like, "I didn't really want to chase you anyway." Yeah. yeah. Maybe not. We go murder somebody before I get goopy again. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, Lizzie finds him in the basement. Lizzie is the uh, the real old lady, uh, and she says that everybody in the apartment was once one of the cult members, and they took over people's bodies. And it doesn't make any sense because she says that the host that Roman is living in was a poet. But Roman says he's a, a poet. Like, is he trying to pretend that he's still that guy? And if, so, but he's not using that guy's name, just that guy's job. Yeah, they're basically all uh, that Steve uh, Martin, Lily Tomlin movie. Oh, yeah. Man where with they're two stuck brains. in the one body yeah, together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. You're just the little remnant. Okay. Um, uh, okay, and she says that uh, she mentioned something about that they did it for immortality. I think. I think that's what the plot yeah, of this movie is. Which, I mean, checks out because it seems to be working. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, she says, Your time is almost up. Like, And then he's like, Where will I go? And she's like, Well, you'll get to be in another body when we expand the apartment. But I'm. Alex, not Zach. Zachary hasn't taken over me. 
No, Zachary's going to take over his body. He's going to end up in the butt stuff, astral, wherever. Astral interior. And then eventually they'll have enough tenants when the rent gets too damn high Uh that they're subletting and there's people living in the living room and people living in the bedrooms. And then he'll get a body and that person and they'll have to get to the next apartment. So you just wait in line. you just they'll expand they'll buy the next mm-hmm. door ap- apartments and then they'll get more people so really really these guys are breeding like rats if this is the plan so really they all they are being is landlords for the afterlife because yes. you just gotta wait it's uh, you gotta wait for an apartment to open up just like the rest of New York City right except for that apartment's actually somebody's body that you can inhibit for the rest of time until they die and then you gotta get back in line yeah the, uh, the application process is lengthy and trust me we all killed ourselves we were tired of it mm-hmm. so the next time you get a body you'll be like this is awesome I'm so glad then you're like oh wait this kind of sucks uh, is there any rules that I should be aware of, of like getting a dead, uh, a, a soul to inhabit? Uh, yeah, no darkies. Oh, because <laughs> it's eighties real estate. Yeah. New York, and they you know, tossed shade at the, when he was like, oh, he doesn't like me because I'm a genteel. Like, mm-hmm. okay, that's a mm-hmm. really clever way of Jewish slander, but it's mm-hmm. still, it's still that, sir. Yeah, it's it is. still that. Still is. Okay. All right. So, uh, Alex, he looks himself uh, or locks himself in his apartment. He's like, oh, I'm going to cleanse myself. He, he, like, dumps the elixir and the pudding in the trash and down the drain and locks himself in there. And then the ne- very next scene, he's out walking around on the street. This detective comes up and he's like, hey, have you seen a missing prostitute? Because I think you killed her. And he's, I'm like, what happened to your self-imposed... Uh, Intervention, bud. Yeah. Oh, I gave up. <laughs> I made it like 10 Dick minutes. <laughs> fucking gave up with that. I put that yogurt in the trash and I was like, it's too yummy. <laughs> I, mean, I ate it out of the trash. I could not stop thinking about it. Like, I actually wanted it more after I said I couldn't have mm-hmm. it. You know, ever try to quit smoking? Hello. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so. Uh, detectives like, yeah, uh, there's this missing uh, prostitute. Her one of her pals said that she saw her walk into uh, your apartment with a guy that looked like his face was melting off. Uh, if you had your face melted off lately, he's like, uh uh-uh. uh, yeah, he fits your description. Oh, of what did he look like? He looked like Dark Man. He looked like Dark Man. Do I look like Dark Man? No. But he had a green jacket, and you were wearing a green jacket. Before the explosion or after? Either. No, you don't look like Darkman. Every college student in this town that has an old military surplus jacket is a suspect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This guy's a shitty detective. Look in the trash can. (laughs) He also says, well, here's the thing. Uh, You know... Normally, I just let these dead hookers go, but this one was a friend of mine. You see, she lived in my building. My neighbor, the hooker. She was my neighbor, the hooker. <laughs> Which means the vice that detective. he was seeing her on uh, 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 oh, yeah. a professional level. Because oh, yeah. uh-huh. he's a New York City cop in the uh-huh. 80s. He's dirty as shit. He's on the take. He's banging the hookers for free. Living the life. Eat your heart out, LAPD. <laughs> 
He's like, oh, no, 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 Mary and Barry, nothing bad can happen to me. <laughs> Here comes Giuliani. He's in the middle of interrogating this man. He's like, hold on, there's some blow over there. <laughs> you know what? Fuck off. I don't even care. <laughs> Whoo. Uh. All right. Meanwhile. <laughs> meanwhile, okay. Me- <laughs> meanwhile, uh, <laughs> Nicole is doing a kooky dance in her underwear. <laughs> this isn't really a kooky dance, and I, we, were, we were Sandra and I were watching this, and we were able to. Pin it, I was able to pin it down. She's like, "Oh yeah, that's gross." This is the state of exotic dancing in nineteen. Uh, it, it really is. It absolutely it is. is. It, uh, it's kooky though. It's a kooky dance. She's good. Is she? I thought it was pretty kooky. Phony dancing. Because that's the thing. It's like... It's supposed to be sexy. I thought it was kooky. <sighs> okay. So when you go to a strip... I don't go to them. But <laughs> on those rare occasions mm-hmm. where you're forced to go to a strip club and you see it, you're like, oh, yeah, this is sexy. Mm-hmm. No, it's all dumb. It's all dumb. It's all dumb. Like, if you go to like a Vegas one uh, and they're doing the... Uh, uh, some of the athletics on the pole is kind of interesting. Like I couldn't do that. Yeah. Like that's some Cirque du Soleil stripping. Uh, do I f- find it uh, boner inducing? Definitely not. But no. I admire your athleticism. Uh, you know, like, you know what is the hot though is uh, the burlesque. Still hot. Burlesque is hot. Yeah, it's hot because it's more of a tease. Yeah, but uh, like for the strip club, they don't even need to dance. Just like pull them out and whack them together. Show and me that. Be happy. Show me that butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Show me. Yeah. Who? Hey, there yeah. it is. There it is. That's right there. I would like to see the astral interior, please. <laughs> How much would that cost? <laughs> One dollar throws you under your face in the parking lot. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, I don't know what she's doing though, because you're, uh, this kooky dance causes Alex's sheet to fly off of him while he's trying to sleep, and then she just lays down and falls asleep. Yeah. Uh, what the hell was this? <laughs> I don't know. What's fun is we watched the uh, 181-minute version of this, which the original was 185 minutes. When they when they recut this for the uh, Blu-ray, they tightened it up a little bit. So this is the tighter sequence that we watched today. Hmm, okay. Maybe there was something supposed to happen there. I so, don't know what. No. The, everything that was cut out was completely irrelevant. They said that. And, uh, <laughs> so this but they is left just, this in. <laughs> this is what... Without this, it's, you know, you, you take this out, you take out some other scene with the lady that may be the girlfriend. All of a sudden, you're looking at a 70-minute movie. Right. Okay, so uh, Alex is still going to work. Despite all of, like, flesh body melt horror and being a murderer and possessed by a cult leader, he's still, he, he is actually a pretty progressive video store because he's making deliveries of videotapes. Yeah. Nice. Hey. This is also questionable in his character because he makes a videotape delivery mm-hmm. for a woman who leaves her daughter at home that wants to bang him. And he's like, no, I'm going to go back home to my 22-year-old virgin. He's like, here's your copy of an officer and a gentleman. No, he gets goopy. He's like, he gets goopy oh, oh. and he doesn't want to murder her. Yeah, that's a good point. Why doesn't he want to murder her? Because she's hot. Okay. Not good enough he's for like, him. She, he's maybe he's grooming her. 
Oh. Even worse than the racism that he's displayed and the douchiness he's displayed earlier. He's a groomer on top of things. Mm, okay, Ted Cruz. Um, all right, so uh, he leaves because he's getting goopy, and he walks down the alley next to where she lives, I guess, on the way back to the video store, which is where he would have came from, uh, and uh, he finds some racism. That's nice. And uh, there's a gang of hoodlums outside. These guys are really bad hoodlums. They sure are. They, not because they're bad at their job, they're just, they got members-only jackets mm-hmm. on. I mean, they look like the Furious Five. They sure do. And the Furious Five were not street thugs. These guys should be breakdancing, not, uh... They have a boombox. They have a boombox. Because he comes back for it after Phil, the, what are you, what, what are about? you doing? Why are we, no, we're not, we're not guys that jump guys. We're guys that jump over each other while dancing. You guys, yeah. we don't stab, we serve. Mm-hmm. It's in our charter. Other things that don't make sense about these guys, when the robbery, so he's like, hey, you're coming with me, and he's like, fine, I'll come with you, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And they go, like, into a place where no one can he's, see. He's got his uh, bandages on again. Yeah. Who robs a goopy guy? Who robs a goopy guy? The goopy guy doesn't have I any mean, money. I mean, let's, let's just say, I'm not saying that, like, I'm pure and innocent i never did anything stupid i had some misconceptions about the aids in 1988 as well i'm not touching a guy covered in goop now i'm like you're pretty goopy guy (laughs) i'm i'm going over here i mean i've seen worse (laughs) on the subway but uh still it doesn't mean i have to fucking touch here you know just don't make eye contact. Keep walking, walking forward. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, they rob the goopy guy mm-hmm. like he's going to be the fucking king of riches. And he's like, I don't have any fucking money. I'm a goopy I'm guy. Goopy. And then the very well-dressed hoodlum pulls out a Bowie knife uh-huh. from his back pocket. How did you not stab yourself in the ass 68 times? That's, Why do you have pockets still? That's not it's a, knife. a Bowie knife. <laughs> He stabs him, and then his stab wound eats his hand off. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. I did not see this coming. I didn't either. Ah, oh, and th- so this is where the movie finally decides to make a decision of what it is because he eats that guy's hand off with his flesh wound, and uh, and the guy's like, ah, oh, rolling around on the ground. The other dudes are like, uh, uh, nope, nope, not doing it. Let's go. <laughs> they run away. What? And then the guy comes back and grabs the ghetto blaster. <laughs> comes back for the boombox and leaves his brother behind. No! Uh, finally, it's made a decision. Um, all right. Uh, so Alex runs to the bathroom. He's got gross face. Jerry comes in, sees him, and Jerry's like, whoa, bud, what is that? Like chlamydia or something? And I'm like, right. Uh, remember what I said just a few minutes ago? And Alex is like, it's not chlamydia, it's time to die disease. And so he chucks yeah. him onto the ground and then bashes his head into the concrete. It's the second parallel to RoboCop where he's like, I like it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, kills him. And then the neighbor comes out and she's like, that is hot. But he's now degoopified as well because he killed a guy. And they're like, don't worry. Nobody comes in here. Just leave that there. Let's Just, go yeah. bang. Let's go bang. And they go bang. Later. I mean, again, with these goddamn transitions. He just killed his best friend, banged a, a 
immortal astral interior lady that's possessing a nerd. Uh, and so after that, he's like, oh, I think I'll go read in the park. Well, he's now it's uh, Zachary who's really in the driver's seat. I oh, think. you think? Okay. Right, yeah. right. And uh, he's like, I just need to grab. He's hareming now. That's mm. what he's doing. Okay. And I think he's doing the worst sort of hareming because who he's got left that wants to kill herself and get a new body is his daughter. Zachary's daughter wants to kill herself and get a new body. The weird old lady that clutches the keys constantly Lizzie. is his daughter. Lizzie. Oh, so his wife's dead and she's not in a body yet. So, okay, never mind. She can. He's going to bring his wife back. It wasn't as weird as I thought. Yes. He's brought other people back before his wife, though. Uh -huh. So maybe he he's is doing, doing the hair daughter business. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's yucky. Yeah. So Lori, but he's hareming. He's, he's hareming. hareming. Okay. Well, Lori walks up and she's like, yeah, about that fight where you called me a bitch and I threw my ring and the keys at you and ran out and shut the door. And so you couldn't get out of your own apartment, even though the lock's on your side. I'm really sorry about that. He's like, yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, should we have dinner? Yeah. Come by my place. And so they're going to have dinner that night. Listen, babe, I got to fly. Yeah, I got to go. Because He's like, doesn't have time for like. Have you no self-respect, my lady? <laughs> she doesn't. When you left and you threw the ring on the ground and he was being a total... He's been a douche the entire time. She is a 22-year-old virgin, though, Sam, so... So there's, like, in New York City, the whole city is on the hunt for her. Like, uh, they won't... Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but you, you got to think about, like, the, put yourself in her shoes, her mentality... He is the greatest man that's ever lived because she's got nobody to compare to. Anyone she talks to during the day. Nope. It's not how the mind of a virgin works. Ha. Huh. Yeah. Well, well, when I was uh when I was a younger man, I would steer clear of anybody who hadn't banged like less than ten dudes. Ten dudes, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I don't want none of that. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like you, you're going to, you're going to be like, you want to come meet my parents? And I'm going to be like, I met you at a bar. No. Nope. <laughs> Why are you staring at me? I, 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 I puked on your back while we were screwing. I definitely don't want to meet your parents. Go. Go away. <laughs> you. I clean it up. Later. <laughs> <laughs> By saying you need to take a shower. <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna wash Who these puked sheets? on your back? <laughs> Why'd you do that? I didn't do anything. Yeah, you did. <laughs> your butt smelled, and I puked. <laughs> You've been drinking Viper or something? This is gross. <laughs> leaving. This is grosser than the movie we just <laughs> watched. Leaving. That's really bad. That's really bad. <laughs> Don't you ever talk to me again, lady? <laughs> <laughs> Slam the door. <laughs> <laughs> Go home and sleep in my nice, comfortable bed by myself. That's the kind of guy I was, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, my son's going to look up to me someday. <laughs> Wait, the worst is what he's going to be like in his 20s, and he thinks he's rowdy, and you start telling him stories <laughs> like my dad would tell us, and we're like, oh, fuck, we are G-rated. You, sir, are an animal. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> So the detective uh, stops her, stops Lori, 
And he's like, hey, uh, I understand uh, you knew a guy named Jerry. And also you're uh, mixed up with this guy named Alex, who is my prime suspect for being a hooker murderer. She's like, uh-uh. She leaves. <laughs> she's like, he d- he would never see a hooker. And he's like, are you a virgin? And she's like, yes. How old are you? 22. How old is he? 23. He's banging hookers. It's like all of them. All of yep. them. Is this movie just an allegory for STDs? And drug use because of the there's that scene with him and Jerry where Jerry's like, nobody does this without being on drugs. And then he totally does the commercial for drug use yeah, guy. Right. Yeah. But also, like, he implies he's got STDs. And where do you get those STDs from? Hookers. Why would he be banging hook? I mean, maybe. Yeah. And he, yeah. And he has sex with a neighbor and he's got the goopy. Yeah. Intentional? I don't know, but it's mm. totally the clap. Yeah, it's just, just like it. Just like it. I mean, whew. One in four. Okay, so uh, he go, she goes over to Alex's, and they start making out, and that cuts, and they go into the bedroom, and I guess they bang. I guess she's not. Oh, yes, they do. And I had to write this down because after he takes her virginity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he turns to her. Before he goes and takes a shower, mm-hmm. he's not even a color. He's just like, I need to get your virgin yuck off my dong. Yep. I'm going to go take a shower. Mm-hmm. But before he does that, he turns to her. He says, just like a woman laying on her ass, letting a man do all the work. He calls. And she's like, giggle, giggle. She loves it. He called her a dead fish. What did you expect, you nutsack? She's a goddamn 22-year-old virgin. She doesn't know what she's doing. Nobody's even told her how this, any of this works. She's also too happy. She would have been crying. Oh, yeah. She's 22. Totally. She's, that built up. She's, she would have. The wiener comes out. The tears are flowing. She needs, right? She's the one that needs to be in the shower. Hey, hey, you're 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 getting your period yeah. blood all over my dirty ass mattress. And also. <laughs> Bad timing. <laughs> I'm trying to what is how did we do this how did we get grosser than the movie <laughs> well it's true it's just awful it's true it's awful <laughs> you know i didn't think that mattress could get any worse until you put your hymen all over it <laughs> oh god i mean look i had already destroyed it but i i didn't make this worse i just put more of the stuff that i had on there before but you come in here <laughs> You're covering up Jerry's cum. What the fuck? Oh, look, now the flowers are roses. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is so gross. So gross. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, you keep pulling me back into it. I'm trying to drag us out of it. You're like, he, pulling me back I mean, in. This is one of the worst things I've ever heard a man say in a movie to a woman. No, <laughs> yes. seriously. Yeah. That's ch- typical. The fuck, man! <laughs> it's like, and then she's like, "Oh, you're such a tease." Mm-hmm. No, he just uh, he punch him, punch him. Oh, we should also mention that progressively throughout this entire movie, Alex's hair is getting grayer and grayer. Yeah, he's turning into uh, Zachary. What's his name? Zachary. Yeah, yeah. Only in the hair department, though, and the dick department. Not the dick. Well, his penis. He's a, he's a dick. He only has to get gray because Zachary is just 
him in a picture with gray hair. Right, right. And a hood. So so uh, human identity is totally determined by uh, the color volume of your hair. <laughs> sure. Okay. It's getting flatter, too, like he doesn't use conditioner anymore. Yeah, yeah, he looks worse. He looks bad. Um, So she finds his pillow has goop on it, which, you know, I mean, you did just screw. Sometimes that happens, you know. Pull out. You don't, you don't want to get her pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Got some goop up there. You just, you know. So she doesn't think anything of it. She's like, oh, it looks like brains, but I've never seen semen before, so what do I know? What's that? Extra trajectory. That's what that is. <laughs> it had been a while. <sighs> he, was, uh, he was aiming for the astral exterior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he hit his own pillow. <laughs> Gonna have to wash that. God damn it, I was trying to... Oh. Yeah. Aim is off today. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm already sleeping on this mattress. How much worse can it get? Yeah. All right. It's so- terrible when you waste that, like, once a month extra, like, large <laughs> load and you miss your target. You're like, I knew I would never make it in the porno. <laughs> the poster of Tawny Contain on the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, like, it's still mint. You hit your keyboard and you're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> Oh. All right, so uh, she's like, she doesn't think anything of it. She goes walking around the kitchen. She sees more goop. She sees all like all these clues. She finds the book about uh, flesh flesh infection. What the fuck is the book called? Flesh flesh studies. I don't know. Um, and uh, he starts rubbing her shoulders, and she's like, "Oh, that's so nice." He, she's like, "Oh, wait, that hurts a little." He's like, "Good, because that's what it should feel like." What I'm gonna kill you? Because he's goopy again. Yeah. So she picks up the fork that's on the dining table. She stabs him on the side. He grabs the fork out of his body, stabs her in the leg, and then kisses her with her with his goopy face. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is gross. Jackie would have barfed right here. This is... It's Sandra actually buried her face in the pillow when it was happening. Mm-hmm. It was gross. I laughed I did out too. loud hysterically. Yep. So she takes the fork out of first leg and stabs him in the head. And then she grabs another knife and cuts his tummy open. And then my largest note that I took four loans to write, four lines of my paper are written with five exclamation points that says sausages. Some link sausages and some fruit salad come out. It's like... A bunch of kielbasa and a pineapple, and it's fucking amazing. Oh, it's hilarious. It was when the hand gets eaten Mm -hmm. with the knife in it, you're like, oh, shit, this thing knows what it's doing. And then you realize, no, it really knows what it's doing. They're saving up. They are going to blow their load that we've been talking about for a while all at once. And they're like, bananas. Uh Uh-huh. But it gets better because he's like on the ground, unfazed by his guts being on the ground or guts, whatever he's got for guts anymore. And he starts stuffing them back in his tummy. Yeah. And she's just standing there. What would you do? Leave. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nope. Uh Uh-uh. I'm gone. Nope. Goodbye. 
And so he keeps coming. He stands up. His tummy's all sort of healed back up. And he's coming at her. And so she stabs him in the shoulder. And he goes down and bleeds. Well, bleeds whatever for a little goops for a little while. Goops. And then he gets up and he's keeping coming. So she stabs him in the neck with a freaking butcher's knife halfway down his throat. She cleaves him. Yeah, cleaves him. And he looks at her and says, do it, Lori. She's like, ah. So she chops his head off. Mm-hmm. Tosses it. She like chucks it. Yeah. It's in one move. She gets all the way through, and then like the uh, Japanese steakhouse mm-hmm. where they're cutting, mm-hmm. and then they flip the steaks into your mouth. She like cuts his head off and then tosses it with the cleaver across the room. Oh, that one landed in my hair. Just because she's like, well, you put your guts back in, so I don't want this to reattach. <laughs> I guess she's clever, but he's still not dead. As a cleaver. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. She's got a. She's got a. Ruined beaver. Sharp, that one. Just got it. It's a ruined beaver cleaver. I don't know. Beaver cleaver? I don't know how you tie leave it to beaver to this scene. <laughs> oh, Wally. Uh, his head bounced off the Wally there, Beave. Gah. <laughs> beef cleave. <laughs> cleaver beef. Okay. Um, he's still not dead, though. Nope. Both sides of him are not dead. His, his dismembered body's still doing pretty good, even though it's gooping all yeah. out the top. And his head's got sausages and fruit salad coming out of it, and it's on the floor. Yeah. Still alive. And it's talking now. Yeah. Yep. So she chops one of its arms off. Well, before this, this is the part we... So we... Did you rewind to try to see what he says? Oh, what yeah. The head what says? He, what, okay, yeah. Okay. He goes... So, <laughs> I I went back like six times and we tried to figure out what he said and then I turned the closed caption on uh-huh. to see if it was captioned and it was captioned improperly. What the caption says in the closed caption was here's to our new apartment and there wasn't enough syllables for that what? to be there. So I, I did it like six or seven times and this is the best that I can get uh-huh. when his head turns, his disembodied head turns up to her and he says, heads up, pick a bob. Heads up, pick a bob. That's all I can The pick a bob part, I agree with. I, I think that's what he says is pick a bob. But I don't, I couldn't, it was mishmash. It made nothing. And then like, was later he's talking shit and it sounds fine because he's like, time to die. And it, I, I just, think this is a, a flubbed line yeah. in only so much film. Yeah, maybe. Heads up, pick a bob. That's Heads what he says. Heads up, pick a bob. That makes sense. <laughs> that checks out. I'm Bob one. He's Bob two. Pick one. <laughs> pick a bob. Heads up. <laughs> if you stuck him into a bathtub filled with water, he would be Bob. Yeah. Well, I don't know. According to... Uh, uh, John Roberts, once you're opened up like that, you just sink to the bottom. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> John Roberts, okay. That's his name, right? Yeah, the it is. Cowboy. It is. Yeah, okay. uh, right. Can go an episode without talking about him. Yeah, he's a horrifying man. Oh. Okay, so she chops his arm off. He's still coming. She chops his hand off. Uh, the torso is still coming. And so she kicks it in the balls, and it's it's... Dummy area now has teeth growing in it that's like, yep. feed me, Seymour. And uh, 
the head, the head's like, kill her, kill her. Wait, so the, you're not in command of the tour. The this head is, is its own entity? So C-3PO right here. Yeah, no shit. Huh? <laughs> it's awesome. And I think the body dies. The body's done. It's out of because it's it out of goop. hits the couch yeah. and the head's like, "Come on, you got more in you," and it's just like, bleh, bleh, bleh. yeah, spits out just the last gooping goop. out looks like egg yolks, mm-hmm. and uh, all over the couch, couch is ruined. <laughs> it's Reagan era trash anyway. No, it looks like that mattress. Mattress still looks worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's done. So she grabs a new knife and she stabs the head in the side of it. And it then is like, uh, it rolls over and it comes apart like the fucking thing. It opens up like the front of a cargo plane. Uh-huh. And the brain is like, <laughs> you can't get me. I'm getting out of here. And the brain starts like flopping across the floor like it's going to get away. And then I don't know, like, I just need to get to the closet. Uh-huh. I'm going to hide next to my box of trophies. She's going to leave. I'll sneak back into the head. I'll use my tongue to roll over to the body, and I'll just get myself back yeah, together. Yeah, that's a good plan, actually. It doesn't work, though. She chops it right no. up. No, <laughs> she just chops that brain right yeah, up. Ha- and when the brain comes out of the head, I'm actually standing up and clapping. Hannibal Lecter the shit out of it. At this point, Sandra's now laughing her ass off because it's so fucking it's ridiculous. so over the top. See, Elizabeth Banks, this is how you fucking do it. <laughs> he didn't make any money. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. He didn't spend any either. All right. right. In terms of his own money, he spent a lot. <laughs> so later, uh, the detective, uh, he stops by and he's like, hey, tenants that live in this building, have you seen that Alex guy anywhere? They're like, nope, I haven't seen him. I don't know where he must have just packed off and left. Check with the Son girlfriend. Of a bitch trashed the apartment. Yep. Typical. Like, what? And he's like, uh, how exactly did he trash the apartment? With murder? <laughs> no, he doesn't do that. And he doesn't look in the trash yeah. can. He's just like, all right. Oh, shit. There's, oh, those guys have got some cocaine. I'm just going to go shake them down and take their coke. I'll see you guys later. No, no. You're missing the big thing. Oh, yeah. He says, you know what? Uh, rent's getting out of control in this city. That's a pretty nice place. Uh, I mind if I take over the lease on that apartment? And they're like, hell, yeah. You've just grabbed my first question. The cycle starts again. Questions. Okay, what's the question? Are we to questions? Yeah, that's the end of the movie. Okay, I don't even have to write this one down then. I have the answer to this question, uh-huh. but I want your answer. What happens when the detective takes over the apartment? Well, I'm assuming they seem pretty chuffed about it. Like... A, they don't have to put an ad in the newspaper because that's what they were doing before, so they get to save that money. But also, like, he's a cop, so now they got a cop. They're going to possess a cop, so if the cops come sniffing around, even though the cops are not very good, they just pay him off with Coke before. Now they get to save the Coke costs. They get to keep the Coke for themselves and don't have to give the cops any Coke bribes and uh, just be like, hey, uh, nope, nope, uh, show my badge and uh, there's no, no dead hookers in the trash here. Uh, go look someplace else, other cops. No, that's not what happens. Okay, at all. all right. He's too old for the gal across the uh, hallway. Definitely, he's not going to be able to bang her like she wants to be banged. Well, she was. He was, is... he was banging hookers. Yeah, but that's not like that doesn't mean you don't you're need doing to a satisfy a hooker. Yeah, you're right. You don't. Yeah. You're just yeah. It's it can be very shameful. Mm-hmm. 
personally the things that you do in that situation, I would imagine. Um, what happens is is that Zachary gets his first glimpse into what he's going to have to share for a psyche, and he's like astral in- realm what, interior to his daughter. Yeah. Like, no, we got to fucking kill this guy. Okay. He's a coked out maniac. Mm. I can't be in that head. It's not going to work. So they just have to kill him. And then, but then, isn't the jig up? They killed the cop. The trash can has been full you of dead bodies. You can kill hookers and stuff them in the trash cans in New York City. You cannot kill a cop and think you're going to get away with it. It's cop land, Sam. I don't know. I think you can't kill that cop. Okay. All right. I, All right. Yeah, I think that's the only protected uh, citizenship of NYC in 1988. So then Zachary has. I mean, because he's already gone in Mm bloodlust, and I'm assuming that because of how this went and how they are always renting the apartment out, that his he always goes sideways and never really gets it done with the possession because he's gone too bloodlusty. Yeah, right. So maybe this is the one where he actually like he's got this is the clearance. He's like, okay, we've got the right guy. Now I can really go full bananas. And this guy's already full bananas because he's a coked out dirty cop. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That'd be a good movie. Well, he knows where to get hookers. Um, all right, let's run with that. Uh, why does he get goopy? What does goop have to do with astral interior possession? The slime must be a piece. What is the slime? What is the slime? Is, I mean, okay, so Zachary, the only thing I can think of is that after you eat the slime, that green batch of slime is where Zachary's soul lives, and so you consume Zachary. But why do you get goopy? All I know is that the rules of this supernatural possession slash power mm-hmm. are that once you are in ingesting the goop, mm-hmm. you become goopy if you don't murder. From the looks of Nicole, whatever the neighbor's name is. Nicole, yeah, yeah, yeah. She preemptively murders as she doesn't like to be goopy at all. Right. So as long as you appease the goop by murdering Mm -hmm. on a regular basis, you'll never get goopy. Okay. I cannot answer why or how. All right, I got, that is I got all a theory that we kind of flushed out during the, the movie that you're it's it's the man with two brains. You're still like there's a fight over the body. Oh, yes. And so the murder side of it is like, well, you better kill somebody and make me have fun because I like murder or you're going to get grody. Grody. And, and they say ectoplasm in. The- right. Right. Okay. So that's the way that's how it works. If you don't um, ectoplasming. It's, it's, it's punishment for not murdering people. You're going to be at your gonna, in-law's house. I'm going to goop out. You're going to get embarrassed. You're so be, murder. Yeah, murder. <laughs> I think that sums it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, and to think that they never, no screenwriting podcast had ever invited him on until just recently. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to make a, okay. Uh, is this goopier than Street Trash? No, because Street Trash is goopy. Although it's not less goopy than Street Trash. They're they're a special. Like if you're out there in podcast land and you haven't watched either of these, mm-hmm. 
guess what, baby? This is a fucking double feature. Yeah. I almost want to lead with Street Trash because Street Trash is a constant level of goo. It is constant goo mm-hmm. for a sustained period that is unmatched. Whereas this is like, when is it going to get goopy? And when it gets goopy, you're like, holy shit, this is goopy. And so it's like you get Street Trash and you're like, okay, I'm in with the goop. And then you get the goop taken away from you <laughs> in that second movie. Like, what is going on? Why is that guy such a dickhead? She's kind of hot, but why does she get to play both parts? Because they can't get anybody hotter, and she's pretty hot. Uh, uh, where's the goop? And then the goop happens, and you're like, goop! Goop. <laughs> holy goop! It is holy goop. Uh, did you get queasy at any point in time? No. Okay. Uh, it was too funny. I think I've seen it all because during this entire movie, I was mowing down on Tostitos and spinach yeah. and artichoke dip. Yeah, I've been got a <laughs> cheese stick in the middle of it. Oh, dude. Okay. That's rookie shit. I was eating dip, Sam. I wasn't that hungry. Dip. I mean, I would have eaten an omelet dip. while watching this movie. Yes. Spinach, uh, also, we chunky, talked about things on this podcast. Of artichokes. With drippy, drippy tendrils of spinach in mayonnaise. (laughs) I rubbed raw squid on my face and jacked off. I'm pretty comfortable with goop. (laughs) (laughs) No. See, then I I took it right back to where I was trying to get away from. We were just as gross as a goddamn movie on this podcast. Yes, we were. It's in the. the, All right. Final recommendations. Sam, go ahead. I just said if you haven't seen it, make it a double feature with fucking street trash. That's definitely the best way to do it. You can handle goop. If you can't handle goop, get a friend. See how you guys do. (laughs) If you make it through street trash, just keep going because this shit's fucking goopy. I definitely think it's uh, uh, like that's the ideal scenario is a double feature with street trash and with a bad movie Sunday or bad movie Saturday or wherever you do your bad movies. Um, outside and if you've got a- of that, wow, would I recommend this to the casual viewer? Probably because the end is so fucking nanners. It's so bananas that it's like if you if you like bad movies, this yeah, is a must. Uh, I think it's, it's I think a it's must. a do. I'm not unless you don't like. I am not going to let Jackie watch this. I will also say that this is going to be the only time I ever watch this movie because who I'm married to. So yeah, yeah, that's it. Um. I would say, uh, if you're a Goop fan, mm-hmm. up your ante and have a bunch of multicolored dips while you yeah, watch right. these two movies. Yeah. <laughs> see, <laughs> see how your living room floor does with your queasy pals. <laughs> might, uh, you might have a floor that looks like the mattress in this movie. All right, uh, that's your podcast for this week. Next week, it's going to be Sam's pick. Hmm. Okay. I was gonna just like shoot off and do uh, Killer Rack, but mm-hmm. Jackie's coming back, so if it's goopy, I don't want her to have to deal with it. Yeah, you gotta take a chance. So there. I need to make another pick. I, I don't know what it is. Alright. Uh, have a great weekend. Get to the chopper.